Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, demanders. Look, hey, demanders, don't come at me like that. I know I do not usually post on Wednesdays, but hear me out. I had to. It was anticipated. There was a live show you guys missed out on last night, all right? You know? But anyways, I'm not taking any donations right now. If you guys want to hit me up on my email or my social media, you guys could do that. But I'm not taking any on Podbean or Apple Podcasts or Spotify right now. Other than that, this is episode 27, my favorite number with Off Cadence. Check it out. All right. Off Cadence. Eric Golden. I like how your name is in the bottom. Is your last name Golden? Yeah. That's a cool last name to have just in general. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely been something to keep me uh, balanced out with the hatred towards my first name. It's pretty basic. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a pretty cool name. Um, but here, here we are on a kind of multi-recording session with your Twitch stream. Um, this is second time we've done something of this nature. First time we've done it where I'm actually like kind of doing my, my whole shenanigans too. Uh, but yeah, bro, how you've been, what you've been, how you've been living, what you've been doing. I've been pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to catch up on like my health and shit. Cause I've been neglecting kind of like uh, taking care of myself, kind of sacrificing like all the time that I have. Cause I have a kid and stuff. So every, like every minute that I get, of extra time is like straight towards music and like Twitch content and shit. So it's like, I'm just trying to catch up a little bit, like go to the dentist and get some checkups and take care of some aches and pains and shit, get my ducks in a row and come back to 2021, you know, stronger than ever. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I mean, health is always something that a lot of people take for granted and that you really can't take it for granted or shit, I just hit my mic. or um you know it will catch up to you because it's one of those things that it will catch up to you at some point whether it be when you're young or whether it be like later in life but health is one of those things that like you keep eating like shit it just kind of catches up to you but i've been meaning to ask you because i don't think we've ever talked about this how did off cadence or even just cadence in general how did you get that name so when I was like 16, I was in a band and we came up with this thing together, just like coming up with uh, like ideas for music and shit. And I was like, I had all this studio equipment. I never sung or anything. I never was an artist in that way. I always played guitar, but I would like have my friends come over and I had some decent equipment. I just never knew what to do with it. Um, so long story short, we had to come up with a name for our little garage band recordings and uh i came up with cadence because it had to do with music and then fast forward after you know i i I, uh in my late adolescent years kind of right out of high school i kind of took a break from guitar music everything i was getting into partying and and drinking and drugs and stuff like that and uh um so fast forward a couple of years after I really got everything situated. And, uh, when I moved out to LA and got clean from everything, um, I was working as an audio engineer at a studio called the Hotbox studio in Whittier, California, Los Angeles County. And the producer was like telling me, yo, I can't call you Eric, bro. Like <laughs> we got like professional rappers coming in here and shit. Like, Hey, here's Eric, your engineer, like come up with a fucking rap name. Like you sing and shit. Like you, you practice like whatever. So, uh, I just came up with cadence again and, um, 
I was like, yo, you think cadence is cool? And he was like, as long as you spell it with a K. And I just, I was like, I didn't like it at first, but it kind of just grew on me and became more marketable because it's less of a saturated name because cadence with a C is actually a name. Like people are named that and cadence with a K. I mean, a lot of people like have that as a nickname. So I had to find a prefix or a suffix that I could develop a brand on multiple platforms and become my own handle. And I was like thinking of uh, Kid Cadence. That was I went by Kid Cadence for the longest time. And it just got to a point where I was like, Kid Cadence is so cliche. Like everybody says Kid or Lil. And I was like, I got to come up with a prefix, but have it unique. And I was like off cadence, like, like I'm kind of off time, like, but not like with music, but like it's, it's metaphorical. Like I'm kind of off my rocker a little bit. I'm a little crazy. I'm a little fucking off tempo with it. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it just kind of stuck. I was like, off cadence, off white. Like, all right, that's cool. That's kind of like, that's brandable. You know what I mean? So I stuck with it. I like the name. I think it's really good. Honestly, I, I think, oh, shit, sorry. Um, oh, can you give me like three? Three seconds to yeah, something. of course. Um, we were talking about before the the quick break. We were talking about your name, correct? Right. Yeah, it does fit you, and it's very marketable. And I, I could totally see like merchant like merchandise like super dope with off cadence on them. Um, the only like my thing is like so I. I was telling you about how Oliver's making my new logo. He was like, I te- we were texting all day and he was like, Oh, Driscoll shout out. Any- anyone listening, go check out his Instagram. Really good artist. But we were texting and he was like, he had it all. Like it was going to be ready tonight. He was going to, he was going to send it to me. I was going to drop it like midnight. And then he texted me and said his fucking, um, where he like edits like uh, art, his art digitally. Like he like does his art and then he edits it digitally. He said it crashed on him. So oh. he, it, like he lost everything. So it's a restart. But he was that like sucks. cool enough. He was like he was like I got you tomorrow morning, and I was like, bro, that's fucking lit. But yeah, it was, it was a little sad. I'm excited to see it because I haven't seen any of it. Like I haven't seen it like at all. That's so such a that's such a like uh, anx- anxiety yeah <laughs> inducing feeling. Because <laughs> it's probably gonna be my my uh, logo for a while. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I'm excited to see it too, man. I, I'm a geek when it comes to new graphics and all that shit. Yeah. I can't wait to get more into the the digital footprint aspect of branding myself the coolest part of what everything that's happening with me right now like aside of the fact of like the views and stuff is that when i hit people up like with a certain amount of followers like i don't hit like super 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 famous people up but like i hit up upwards of like i go from anywhere from like usually like I mean, if they're cool and they have like a certain thing to tell, like 1,000, obviously, but usually I go from like 10,000 to 100,000. And like when I hit people up, usually they reply now. Like most of the time they didn't. Wow. Yeah. Why, what are you doing with your face right now? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like edit. I was about to say, I was like, I thought you had facial hair. <laughs> I should have just left it on and fucked with you, but we, we, we on a podcast. Um, it's cool. We can do whatever you want. Um, this is a different type of podcast. I'm dropping this this week. Dope, dope, dope. I usually have set times, but usually like, like for like this, I was thinking I was going to drop it either tomorrow or Thursday, just like people will listen to it anyways. And I've been getting hell of views, but also like people are already in here. So might as well, you know? Yeah. For those yeah. people, if they like, couldn't see the whole thing for some of your viewers, if they couldn't see the whole thing at like live, they can, um, 
they can watch it or listen to it tomorrow on the way. But yeah, the coolest thing is like, I'll hit people up and they'll like actually reply to me and they'll actually like take me seriously. Cause at first people weren't really taking me seriously. And like, now I'm like, people are hitting me up to like, want to sponsor me and stuff. Um, I haven't gotten any ads yet, but I know that's like next to come, you know, ads yeah. is the big thing for podcasts. So, so what's your, uh, Instagram at, is it Colin with two L's? Yeah. And then demands demands. All right. I'm making a command that I could drop about every five, 10 minutes real quick. And it'll just, uh, plug your shit. What's your website for the podcast too? Just for the listeners, if they, uh, um, want to catch the rest of it. It's so, I mean, you could just, the easiest way is just I can your link in your bio. Uh, yeah. Or, or right, I, can, I can send you like, cause the easiest way is like not even the website. The easiest way is Apple podcasts or Spotify and the link is easiest. They're, they're all in your bio, right? Yeah. Cool. All the right. link tree is. Yeah. So if you got gotcha. the link in my bio, Bet that's all set. But, uh, when did you, so, I mean, obviously like, I don't think you had, you almost have 5,000 followers and you didn't have that when we did this last time. So you've been growing. Uh, growing. Yeah. I think I was at like 2000. Um, I've, what I've, no go ahead. keep going i was just gonna ask you what do because like here's the thing about podcasting is i have people who support me on apps but they like it's really hard to like find people on instagram and stuff how do you grow not just not just for me for the listeners too what was your best thing to do to how to engage listeners on through like instagram okay through instagram honestly Instagram's pocket is so weird. Like you just have to like literally be consistent and it's like such a slow incline of growth, but you have to post like every day and you have to post. Like I noticed that if I post like 10 to 20 stories a day on Instagram, then like my daily viewers for my stories will like slowly increase. So like I took a break from posting completely to Instagram for a while. And when I had came back, I would post a story and it would get like 40 views. But ever since I've been grinding, like I'm back up to like 110, like anything I post for my story is going to get like a minimum of 110 to 140. That's usually where it's at. And, and it just slowly increases the more and more that I consistently post stories. Uh, as far as Instagram, um, like insights, uh, visits to my profile and shit like that, I would recommend entirely to anybody and everybody in the world to really hop on uh, doing reels. Reels are explosive in the manner of hitting the explore page compared to uh, regular posts. So if you're going to post a video that's under one minute, so it's zero seconds to one minute long, or no, 30 seconds maximum for a reel. If you're going to post anything that's 30 seconds and under, just make it a reel instead of... Um, make it a reel instead of a post because it just it's a new feature and Instagram likes when people use their new features. So they, they definitely promote that more. So I've had uh, my average video. If I were to post a video post to Instagram would cap around like 200 views. And ever since I started posting reels, I'll average like the lowest, like 400 if it doesn't hit the explore page, which like, almost a lot of the time they hit the explore page and it'll get like 1000 to 3000. I think the most I'm at for a real view is like 3,700 views and that's like no ads or anything. And that's incredible for me. Cause I've never experienced yeah. that for, for anything. organic yeah. views. Organic. Yeah. Um, my whole thing, Instagram's going up for me. Like I'm about to hit, I think like probably tonight, 1400, which is cool. Like it's just slowly going up. It's a up. slow ass grind. 
Yeah, so that's cool. Um, uh, but it's just like Instagram's algorithm. It's like made for people who are already kind of famous. Yeah, like, for real. Like girls who have like 5,000 followers keep getting more followers. But like people who try to promote themselves until they get like 5,000 to 10,000 followers, you really don't see them like their stuff popping up on the explore page and stuff because Instagram is really trying to keep people on Instagram and not Twitter. And like, cause tw the thing about Twitter and even Facebook to the extent is like people can scroll and see words, videos and pictures and Instagram is mainly videos and pictures. Um, mainly pictures being like the number one thing. And so Instagram is like people go on Instagram, swipe twice and then leave. But like you could be on Twitter for hours crying at videos looking at people argue and so they're really trying to keep people there so their algorithms is made for people who are keeping people engaged really so like you got to keep people engaged honestly for real and I, I think my most engaging platform is is none other than twitch and it's it's crazy because a lot of my instagram growth has come organically from twitch and it's because i found a producer community where everybody's doing beat battles and i'm an artist so i i've came up with a stream that provided these producers not only a vessel for them to ex like uh share their beats amongst themselves but also see what an artist from from an artist perspective what they do with uh with the beats that they make and it kind of gives them a like a like a, a totally different perspective on like how to make beats sometimes you know because like a lot of producers are making beat battle beats and and they get stuck in that workflow and then you know they see that an artist could benefit from a beat having a little less stuff going on and maybe that could help them in a way but also it's just been a dope place to to chill and hang out it's kind of like the party you know what i mean because we can't really go out because of covid so it's been a it's been a dope ass community over there and a lot of the people that come over on instagram are from there so yeah. they like interact with and engage with the posts so much more because they're like homies you know definitely um i just had so it's not out yet but it will be out next week i just had a guy named advice for artists i was telling you this earlier i think um and he was on the podcast yesterday and it was just a free-flowing conversation and it was like I was having more fun with that than I had at like, okay, let's calm down, Colin. This is maybe not true. I was going to say more <laughs> than I had at any after win parties in college, like after win football game parties. And I was like, ah, all right, maybe not. But like, I was like, or like, like you said, like the word organic is something that I'm really thinking of right now, like organic fun. Like I didn't need to drink a beer or to like, do anything to have fun like i was just sitting here having a conversation with someone and it was creating this feeling that you know i called my friend earlier today because a lot of people were hitting me up um like people that i know or like maybe they're not necessarily like close to me but like i know them and they were like hitting me up and they're like dude you're blow you're like you're popping off like congrats all this stuff and they're like, just giving me compliments and like it was just making me smile and like i was i told my friend i called him because he's my marketer right. quote unquote. Um, but he, I, I was like, dude, like I have to do this. Like I have to put my all into this because like, I haven't not stopped smiling in like days. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, f I know that feeling. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful to see something that you invest so much time in become something that like 
you know, because everybody always like assumes that something in this genre of being a career is impossible and unrealistic. And it feels that way, too, because it's so hard to get a platform developed that that becomes rewarding, not only financially, but like psychologically to you. So I, I know the feeling of like seeing the fruits start to bloom and like realize that this could be something that you love to do and could financially become something to support you and your family. And and that's the most important part because it, you can't go half-ass in something like this and become super successful. You can't have a full-time job and have a full-time podcast forever. Like you get burnt the fuck out. I've done it. I've, I've done full-time music and full-time working in a restaurant 90 hours a week. You know what I mean? It's like, it's definitely nice to see some growth and some possibility, some chance of, of, of these unrealistic dreams coming true. It's, it's really throwing me for a whirl because I love learning and I love reading and I love like expanding my mind. But like, say I'm spending, I'm going to end up spending a good amount of money on college. Obviously I got some money back for scholarships and stuff, but I'm going to spend a good amount of money on college and i loved it i love college and but i have a whole entire year and i'm gonna finish but like i'm learning so much from these podcasts i'm thinking like dude you don't really even need to go to school like you like going to school is good it's good to get a formal education learn how to write learn how to think you know but like dude in today's age the technology is the wave like i'm telling you and like right now like covid smacked online school online everything football's getting getting smacked i'm sitting here thinking like what is up like what am i gonna do like that's my life you know i went to school and i was a fucking football player like that was what who i was you know and now it's like i started a podcast i sat down started a podcast accidentally i would say this i don't know if you know you heard the story of how my podcast started but all my viewers do but i basically was making music one day because i love making music um sat down because my mic was being too loud, started talking, <laughs> posted it to SoundCloud. And that was my first um, podcast. And now it's grown into this entire thing where like people actually tune in every week to listen to me talk to whoever, you know? And so I never would have guessed that this is where I would be right now. And I'm, and I'm grateful, but it's just like so cool to think that like, you know, one thing in your life that you really think is like the way at one point in two years, let alone six months, let alone a week maybe is not like the route for you. Maybe you figure out something else is more inclined for what you're interested in. And I know you've seen that. You said you're working 90 hours in a restaurant and then going to um, do music. And it's just like, you know. And that, dude, that's day, like, that's like know. just like one quarter spin of, of my fucking 360 and career choices, dude. Cause I was the executive chef at three restaurants. I went to a vocational school for culinary arts in high school. So I just slowly became um, like balls deep straight out of the gate in, into the culinary world. But uh, all along that I was like into playing guitar and stuff. But like I said, after, after right after high school, when I got out, I'd stopped playing guitar because I was playing guitar and being in bands like since middle school into high school one battle of the bands all four years i was really heavy into music and then i just completely stopped i told you because drugs and partying and shit and um i lost train of thought what was i where was i going with before that my bad uh uh you said you were talking about a 360 of career choice okay yeah so i was uh I was into culinary right out of high school, stopped with the music. And then from there, 
uh, after a couple of years, I, I went to film school. So I still go to film school. <laughs> so I, I got into filming uh, weddings, uh, music videos, fucking... I just filmed a documentary for Netflix and it's being released this year, I think. And I'm sorry, huh? Let's let's talk about that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> cut you off. You're we good. Gotta talk about you're doing a... This is kind of what I do. Um, like I just kind of like not interrupt, but I try to like... We got to talk yes, about this hell yeah. documentary, Netflix, right now. Can you give us so any information? So I was on Indie Jobs, and this is how I land a lot of my big gigs. Uh, Indie Jobs was looking for a camera operator for three days for an uh, undisclosed, didn't even tell me what the fuck I was filming, just said fitness fucking thing. So, you know, Las Vegas, we get all those fitness competitions from people from all over the world, and they're not even like huge, like, fucking like um like olympics or anything is literally just like 80 bodybuilders from all over the world come there's like not really an audience and they get awarded for being the most ripped and it's like just basically for clout and photos and 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 ego and all that um but it's 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 become really washed down and oversaturated so in my head i was just like this is nothing this is just like all right, cool. $300 a day. No, it was $400 a day. And it was like six hour days. And uh, so I, I show up and they give me a wristband and they were like, are you filming for the Netflix documentary? And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I ended up being the one of the head camera operators for Generation Iron 4, which is, uh, I know the trailers are out. I don't know if it's already dropped. I know it was going to be dropping to Amazon. I'm pretty sure. And then Netflix or Hulu, but check it out. Generation, uh, Generation Iron, four. Pretty cool. So I was talking to somebody, um, and we were talking about just art forms. And I don't uh, like, and I always had this question about photos and we i've i've asked a couple of people about this so adam cole uh shout out adam cole he's my buddy of mine um now I actually had him on the podcast not too long ago um he's uh he doesn't like being called a photographer he likes being called a creative and he likes setting up scenes and everything but uh shout him out very dope dude is he from uh, vegas no he's actually not he's he lives in laguna beach oh, cool um yeah so i actually met him through just doing podcasting and stuff and uh uh but he was like, and then I talked to this, my friend Tyler Vargas, who's a physics major up at Pacific, also a receiver. And we were talking about just photos and like what photos are, you know, and cause like they're like the lens, excuse me, lens of the eye of the creator, you know, and the same thing goes with you. Um, what does it take to have camera work through film? Cause it's different than photos and um, taking f- photography. Oh, yeah, and dude. Like, but what is it? Like, what are the things that you need to have to be a good filmer? You know, it's like such a weird thing because like photography for me is so hard and I'm still trying to learn how to captivate and like harvest like a perfectly sharp cinematic look through photo. I can never really nail it. I don't know if it's just because of the editing process or editing or what, but I don't know with film. I just like, I watched a lot of videos. Like what, what made me really fucking fall in love at first was, all right. So when I, when I was working as an audio engineer at the studio in LA, I was, I was the executive chef of a restaurant, right? Listen to this. I was the executive chef of Steve's barbecue. 
And upstairs, there was a studio. So at the end of the night, I would go upstairs to the studio. And I was the audio engineer for the Hotbox Studio. Professional studio. Baby Bash came through. Danny Trejo. Fucking like, fucking big people have been to that studio. And um, I was fucking doing both of that shit. And he told me, yo, if I buy a camera, will you film my music video? And I was like, uh, fuck it. So I was fucking literally full-time chef working as an audio engineer for him learning how to do video myself and then uh i just like i started to like the music videos and shit but then i started watching like youtube vloggers and vloggers like that's what really made me fall in love with video like peter mckinnon maddie hapoya becky and chris fucking like all these uh cinematic shooters uh fucking potato jet um uh Frono's photo <laughs> I fucking love all those youtubers bro and like they would like just do like gear and shit but then they would like make the most cinematic b-roll of like opening a box and it would just look so much better than all these dudes making music videos i'm like i gotta do this so i started vlogging and i uh i vlogged for probably eight months and i was doing like once a month videos and i hit 1k followers on youtube and i hit like 30k views and i just stopped um but it was because i started working in a kitchen again that's when i got the job at the stratosphere here in las vegas and then i i stopped with that i i had to get back into the video and and music so it's just been a roller coaster (laughs) you strike me as someone who's very creative because all your jobs that you've, I mean, obviously you probably had more jobs, but even like being a, like um, working in a kitchen, like being a chef, uh, that like takes like, you know, like an art form. Yeah, presentation um, is key. Yeah. So like everything you've done is, has to do with something about creation and just art forms and stuff. So my question for you is, do you think that, so I asked Austin Kaiser this, and I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that there is something that great artists and great creators or something like just like people who are very creative, like hyper creative, like, is there something that like they have that other people don't have, or is it something that everyone has and some people just refuse to tap into it? Maybe, maybe it's something that everybody has and they could like direct it towards something like, 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 yeah, I don't don't know. That's a good question. Um, could possibly be for me and a lot of like the people that I know in like the community of like people that are really good at shit have like usually been through a lot or like experienced a lot of pain or just experienced a lot of like shit in life. Um, I I think that's as far as I'd go with it. And we're back ladies and gentlemen, sorry about the, Unpause. Obviously, for you guys listening, you'll be riding in your car, and that'll be just like a jump. But for us, it was about five minutes. Um, you know, I have some questions for you. We we're talking about creativeness and everything. But since I was watching, I watched your post, and you brought up two things. You said black holes and something else. I can't remember on the spot, but <laughs> that I every single time I talk on my podcast, we talk about crazy philosophical things whether it be consciousness neural link i told you i peeped your shit a little bit i was yeah. like i gotta i gotta i gotta peep because I, I like to like have like a little bit i'm like that kid that peep 
in his closet for Christmas, bro. His mm-hmm. parents' closet. Like, I got to know as much as I can about everything, bro. So, yeah, I did a little research. I was like, all right, this dude. And then I was paying attention to uh, the stream, uh, the podcast with Avion. Mm-hmm. And you were just talking about how you had started as uh, double majoring with psychology as the second and then switched it to uh, minor, right? You're not it was uh, philosophy, but yeah. Philosophy, yeah. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. This dude's like into some... some do-. And then I saw the one of your recent highlights where it was, it was really... It was, it was a nice post where you were just like talking about the fucking black holes and shit. And I was like thinking when he said that, when you said that, I was like, what would happen if you were to go into a black hole? Yeah. Like, but if a black hole is like big enough for you to see from here, like that would mean that a black hole is so big that like even in your entire lifetime, that if you were to try to go through a black hole, like you wouldn't even like touch the black hole because it's so big. Yeah. It's well, the black holes are crazy because I, first off, I am anyone listening to this, you're listening to just some guy talk about it. I have no expertise whatsoever on black holes, but they're crazy because like, it's like nothing. It's like the absence of light. It's like nothing. And it's, and it's like so small. It's like, it could be so small, but so dense that it just sucks even light into it. And then you start thinking, well, what the hell, bro? It starts, the, the, the coolest thing about that, though, is when you start thinking of the absence of something, like nothing, like when there's like, it even sucks in life. I mean, not life, light. You start thinking about, then there's actually, I just had this conversation with uh, Quincy. Shout out Quincy. He's a rapper out of Portland. Um, and we were talking about, he was basically saying, we were talking about good versus evil and everything like that. And he was basically saying, there's not any of that. There's no distinctions. There just is. Things happen. And at any point, you can basically, you can make the argument that um, any, everybody had the right interpretation in their point of view. And I right. thought that was very interesting. It actually made me like explode my mind. But the cool thing about black holes is to think that there is, there is literally nothing that is the absence of like light and, and like we think of light as like the good and the and the perfect it's it means that like well if there is that then there is the ultimate light you know we can see black holes but we can't see like the ultimate life light which is, would be i mean in, in some minds would be heaven some others minds would be whatever you know like the ultimate good you know that exists the ultimate love but like we can't see that but we can see the ult- uh, the um the absence of something so that i feel like just the yin and the yang effect you could then see that there is something you know yeah that's crazy that's deep as fuck dude we get into some deep shit sometimes that, that makes me feel higher than i already am we the, my, <laughs> favorite part of the, my favorite part of this podcast when doing it is like just in the middle of the podcast we'll just be sitting here and like we'll be talking about like whatever me and the the guests talk about and then i'll just go like you know, what happens when you go through a black hole? It will just be the first thought that comes to my mind. And I've found that just this art form, <laughs> podcasting in general, it works. Cause like, it's just a conversation, you know, throwing out random thoughts, being interesting, being engaging is a better way than just being like, like journalism. Like if I was just sitting there taking notes on you, so I would have the questions. You What's know? your favorite color? What's your height? Yeah. Male or female. <laughs> but then back to the creative argument, I would say that like, not to be like, oh, I'm so creative, but I would like people like me, you, Avion, like just to say people we know, like we would, I would say we're more creative than others because we just like, 
we just like do it, you know? Hey, this is, this is what I love about the chat, bro. Cause they be coming up with some crazy shit. So ski mass 715, shout out ski mass 715. He's a dope ass producer. Uh, that's his at on all platforms. He said, what if stars are really white holes? <laughs> I gotta think about that one for a second. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but aren't there different types of stars? Are there different types of black holes? Chat, give me the answer to that one. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> there's a there's like a thirty second delay. So on on chat, yeah, interaction. No, I remember because I was. I think I was in one of them when we did it the last time. And you probably was like, all right, that dude ignored me. And then I respond, you're like, all right, all right, there's just lag. It's. <laughs> I think there are all kinds of black holes, to be honest, is his response. Yeah. All right. Then, yeah. Like, they're the, the stars are the opposite of black holes. I think aren't black holes and stars the same thing, though? Like, black holes are just so much more dense. That's what I think. That'd be crazy too. Whoever's listening to this in the, in their car in tomorrow or a few days, they're going to be like, why is there a pause? We're waiting for the <laughs> chat. All right. Skip this part. 30 seconds. <laughs> Said yes. <laughs> Who really knows? Ominous. Anticlimactic 30 second delayed responses for the car drivers. <laughs> uh, do you have a Santa hat on that? Pokemon Charmander, character? Yes, yes. Yes. Yep. Yes, I do. I uh I got very festive. Got the Santa hat for my daughter and then she like hates it. She rips it off and throws it on the floor. So I was like, all right, Charmander will appreciate it. Yes, you will. Yeah, I've been trying to incorporate a little bit of my character and nostalgia into mm -hmm. my set so that people can like just subconsciously gather a little bit of like who I am and shit. You know what I mean? What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? The crazy—that's a curveball. The craziest. I could go so many like different directions. You could go. You can go seen, like just seen, like walking. You can go experienced, or you can go uh, going. You can go going. Uh, you, or you can go a different route and say um, felt almost. See, I love the delivery of your shit because you 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 got it. So uh, I think probably I'll go with experience. Um, yeah. And that was when me and my friend we used to go down this road and he would always go down really fast. It was called Roller Coaster Road and it goes down three little hills and. <sighs> I'd say it's probably one of the most craziest things I've ever seen because we, we took that turn. It was me, him, and this girl, and we were drinking Jack at a movie theater, and he drank most of it. He was driving. He felt cocky. He went way too fast and uh, hit the bend, and we we went off the hill. Like Instead of going down the first hill, we just went straight in the air, and then we landed and we rolled like 10 times and flew off the street, bro. And that's the craziest thing I've ever seen is like rolling in a car 10 times. Like that shit was crazy, bro. Like I thought I was going to die. Like 
we i don't even know bro i had to kick the glass of the door off and that was the only cut i had was from kicking the glass off i had nothing but a little bit of chest pain pain and the craziest part about that whole story is like when that accident happened i had drugs on me and i didn't want to get caught by the police and i wanted to keep my shit because i paid for it and i was like not that like up with money so i didn't even get checked for concussions or nothing i walked and it was like a hour walk back to the house that i was at from the theater like and it was like through the woods and i had my phone and like like helicopter cars and ambulance kept coming down the woods and i kept jumping in the bushes bro it was all bad bro <laughs> when you're in a role like that like a movie role in a car yeah. does it feel like in the moment that you're in slow motion yeah, 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 yeah. I remember like one spot that just felt like forever. And it was like, I was upside down looking at the ceiling. And I just like, I was screaming. I remember just like screaming, like, like, I've never screamed before. Like, like, I was like, gonna fucking shit my pants, like scared, bro. I didn't, I didn't shit my pants, thankfully. Um, I don't know. It made this made me think of this because we have something like that where it's like three hills up in uh, Old Henderson. Um, but we were at this house one time. Actually, it was like a bunch of us, um, and one of them is I'm actually having him on the podcast on Friday. Uh, I don't know if he is like called One Way King Zo or if it's just O W K Z, however he likes to be called. Um, my friend Kendall, I played uh, football with him and everything, but now he uh, he raps and he has his own like um like I think it's a recording company, definitely a like a hip hop company. But we were all there and we we were trapped downstairs because her parents didn't. It was a bunch of us. We were all just hanging out drinking, and her parents didn't think we were. Well, not that they didn't think that yeah, like her parents didn't know we were there and this is over by the hill and we're downstairs and like, it's like all of us and everyone falls asleep. Me and uh, my friend Kendall, one way King Zoe, we, uh, we look at each other and we're like, it's time to go upstairs. And so I'm first bro. And like, we go up these three, I think it's three flights of stairs, maybe two flights of stairs. And we get to the top cause we were in the basement and we get to the top and we open the door and these big ass dogs just just start chasing us bro and we just run out the door again this is not on topic but i was just thinking of that because it's over by there and we just had a fucking sprint like i'm talking like i don't know if you've ever experienced this and if you have i would love to hear the story dude some of the scariest things that you can encounter are big ass dogs running at you like there's nothing like they're like wild or like any like anything to do with wild animals you get this like <laughs> like and obviously dogs aren't wild animals but they kind of are you know yeah, you get yeah, this yeah. like fucking super adrenaline like have you ever been fucking bit by a dog or like chased by a dog or anything crazy like that yeah my i had a dog and uh i was just playing with it and it it wasn't fucking with me because it just it just bit my lip in half bro it just bit my lip right in half i got scar. And then when I was a kid, too, I was petting this random dog's stomach, and it looked like it liked it. Like, I was just being a little kid, all sweet, petting this dog's stomach. And it bit my hands. I still got scars on both my hands. It just <laughs> bit both of my hands, tore them up. The worst I've ever been bit by a dog was <clears> – <throat> sorry. I was at my friend's house, um, and he wasn't – like, his family wasn't very – like, obviously – well endowed and so he didn't live in a great area but his he had this big ass pit 
and it was outside all the time. And I came over to get him for the movies. Um, and so I rang his doorbell and we were le- um I think it was either when I was walking up and we were leaving. This dog came up, bit me once, bit me twice, bit me three times on my leg. And it was the, like one of them was super bad. And I just toughened it up and I went to the movies and uh, like I, I remember sitting in the movie theater. I cannot remember what movie we saw, but I just remember sitting in the movie theater just like holding my leg. Just like it hurts so bad. Like I just remember the indent and everything. Damn. What's the worst you were ever injured? Like, okay, injured, like broken bone. You can go from broken bone or you can go from like health-wise. Okay. Um, so, like, as a kid growing up in like a, in a low income with uh, a low income household with three brothers, no sisters, uh, What's up, Ski Mask? You said, bro. Um, I think uh, I think that played into like just the whole like lack of hygiene as a as a um, as a younger kid, a younger man. And it's only been the past like five years that I've really been trying to like, you know, well, like common sense, like realize, like woke up because I saw degrades in my health that like, all right, you got to take care of your body and shit. So like a big thing was uh, my teeth. Like I'm experiencing insane teeth pain right now. I don't know if you've seen me on the video, but I've been sticking my uh, finger in my mouth. And what I'm actually doing is I'm applying Ambisol to my finger, which is an anesthesia, anesthesia over the counter that you can apply in your mouth. And it, it totally numbs your mouth. And uh, I've, I've had one tooth pulled. Another tooth is like fully just like rotted in the back. And I have just like a bunch of cavities, and in the in the beginning, I had told you I uh, I finally got like some dentist shit worked up. I got like nice teeth, but like the back ones, bro. I really did eat a lot of candy as a kid, and it fucked up my my back teeth. My front teeth are pretty good. It's not even that my teeth are like super like you know like yellow or anything. It's it's just decay from over time of like sweet and sugar and coffee, and and that's just catching up to me, but. So I'd say teeth pain is one of the worst pains because it like just induces such a headache. But um, other than that, uh, my worst like injury I'd say is when I was skateboarding, uh, I was in a rush to catch an Uber and it was about to leave. So I was going down this super fast hill and my skateboard, uh, well, this like this homeless person walked in front of me like, and I was going fast and he just like didn't even notice me. He was all like zooted on like tweaking out and uh, he's like walking from me and I like tried to swerve and I hit a rock and then I fucking flew off my board and I dislocated my shoulder and I never got the surgery to fix it right after. So now if I raise my arm too fast, to the uh, my left arm too fast, it pops out and that's just something for life that I'm going to have now. Fuck shoulders. I've never had a shoulder injury, but I know countless people who have. Um, and it's not pretty, especially collarbones too. Like collarbones, I've heard collarbones are some of the worst things to deal with. Um, the worst I've ever been injured though is I've been injured countless of times, but I mean, obviously like I played football, I broke my foot playing basketball in college. I tore my labrum in my hip um this last year and then but the worst i've ever been injured was i was uh 
this girl who used to like come over, she was a, like, she just kind of rode to school with my, me and my grandma. And we were like, we were like friends. She was like, I would say she was a tomboy. So we were outside on my jungle gym in my backyard, like playing star Wars, like lightsaber battle, you know? Yeah. And, um, and, um, I was on top of my, I was on top of my, like almost like a canopy kind of thing going from the canopy to the monkey bars. And I just slid down the canopy of like my jungle gym and I landed on my right arm and both of these bones slid over and I had like a Z and I was in third grade and I ran inside and I couldn't like see it. I just was in shock, but I was like, I can, I can like feel the shock that I was in and I ran inside and I showed my dad and I was like, is this going to be all right? And my dad was like, no buddy, that's, that's <laughs> not going to be all right. And, and um, I also, when I was three, I uh, I was jumping. I was playing Superman, jumping from the couch to the toy box. And it was a big, super big toy box. Like I'm talking like as big as this, like as wide as this closet that I'm in right now, but like half its like height, you know? And I was jumping from it to the this, this super big uh, blue couch we had. And I slipped on the couch and I face planted into the, the toy box. My front mm-hmm. tooth broke. And... Uh, and like i like i mean i my mom was like said i was a tough kid so i uh like i didn't even realize till like a week later when i was wrestling with my older sister and my tooth oh. just fell out and took me to the doctor and they were like yeah that's they had to pull up the rest <laughs> of it out but that's probably were the worst i was injured um they just they just poked you with some yeah. needles and pulled it out um they might have put me away i mean they, <laughs> they just put, put you in the fridge away. they might have put me they might have put me to sleep because I was like yeah, three, yeah. but I was awake for everything. All right, here's a crazy question: Have you ever had any crazy dreams on anesthesia? Um, dreams on anesthesia? I haven't really. I've only gotten anesthesia once from a dentist, I think. So it's generic but it's like the floating in a hospital feeling i was in third grade and i broke my the, the arm story i was sitting in the doctor's office or they like gave me the anesthesia and they counted back down from uh, told me to count back down from 10 and i was out and i was literally floating i can rem- i can literally see it i was literally floating through the hospital damn like like, but I felt like almost I was in like an astronaut concert um, costume, but I was like floating through the hospital. And I th- like, that's like a generic thing that people say happens to them when they're like, uh, when they're uh, like on anesthesia, but it, it happened to me. Ski mask in the chat said, I broke 13 bones and had an aneurysm landed on my chin on the pavement, pushed my jaw through my ear broke my foot all the way back around and then they had to put me to sleep just to set it back both wrists one of them twice my nose three fingers a kneecap two toes tailbone okay 12 sorry all different accidents hence my ptsd damn ski mask you sound like someone i need on the podcast honestly. he's a dope ass producer too yeah he's he's definitely got a lot of stories and then he said uh sprinkle on family suicide at 16 and Alapechia Arita Arita for the win. Don't really talk about it. I have pictures for the record. I'm fucked up. Mouse, <laughs> you should follow me on Instagram and DM me because you need to come on the podcast. 
Give me uh, Josh- 30 seconds. So I got I to gotta, I gotta go. You just rest him again. No problem. You're good. Um, so throughout your life, um, obviously you're still young. Um, but have you ever experienced anything that just changed you so drastically that like you would say it's one of the foundational foundational experiences of who you are today? I'd say I have a couple. I mean, going through uh, overcoming like an addiction to drugs, I think changing that was a pivotal point in in becoming who I am today because it's like without have been like without have, like doing that I would have never been able to like have the time to consistently grind in in building my my platform and my brand like if I was still partying and shit I would I wouldn't have the 6 hours a day to stream if I was still partying and shit I wouldn't have the 2 hours to record a, f- a fucking song if I if I was still out partying and doing drugs I'd be I'd be fucking spending money on stupid shit instead of this shit you know what I mean like so that was definitely a pivotal point and that was uh you know I was I was going through I liked opiates and perks and shit like that and pills and and um drinking and that that was who I was on the east coast and I came from uh came from I was the executive chef at this place Waxy O'Connor's over a mile from the Gillette Stadium the Patriot Stadium and that's where it was the worst because I was getting, I was working 90 hours a week in a kitchen and then the kitchen atmosphere, you got, you know, lower paid people coming from like uh, less of a working background because like a kitchen is like <clears throat> working in a kitchen, bro, 90% of the time somebody do do some, do drugs, do partying, chilling, drinking too much, smoking too much. Like it just comes with the lifestyle because they beat you down, bro. <laughs> they beat you down. <laughs> Working in the kitchen just beats you down. You got to have a fucking beer after work. And uh, so, yeah, that's when I was at my worst and I was making good money to afford all the perks I wanted. And fucking, I just, I remember one time the, the really, the big changing point after the car crash was I was, uh, I was, I was, fucking you know getting fucked up and it would be like three in the morning it was three in the morning i was playing call of duty zombies by myself just fucked up on perks and i remember i was like passing out with a cigarette in my hand and i just like i didn't hear like a whispering voice but it like felt like that like i had that vibe that like something was whispering like go to sleep like i just had that vibe and it was scary as fuck i felt like i was overdosing dying losing consciousness and it was like okay like i was like sleepy going to a better place and like i really think that i was like overdosing and i like fought through it and i made it past it and i woke up and i fucking just from that day never did it again and uh that's when i called my brother who was living in uh california and i asked if i could come to the west coast and get my feet started over there and that's what i did so, you know, having these past problems with drugs and overcoming it, does it make seeing what happens to young artists um, all the time, like Juice World, Mac Miller, harder? Yeah, or- yeah, 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 for sure, bro. Like when I think about Juice World's decision to like fucking like swallow everything he had, like knowing that he could possibly just be in fear that he's going to get caught and go to jail with it. And he's like, just high and fucked up and he's confident. Like I could take this shit. I won't fucking, I won't fucking, um, I won't die from this. I'll just be fucked up. 
and then he dies just because he was just trying to like not get in trouble you know what i mean like that whole fucking thing is just fucked bro it just it does hurt because it's like fuck you've been there and like it's like not worth it it's just like chasing this fucking high that's just like it does hurt bro yeah it hurts seeing all these people come up like and then the next week like die bro like the whole soundcloud rapper became like a wave of like this punk angst tatted up fucking like like culture that like promoted drugs and shit and like you know a lot of the time i talk about drugs in my music too not to get too sidetracked which i do easily but um a lot of music is like about drugs that i'd be talking about and shit and it's like i i'm trying to like build i'm trying to like explain my shit like and, and like say everything and like make all this relatable content but like um yo it's crazy the whole writing process like i freestyle obviously so it's like i freestyle everything on stream and it's like when i be freestyling bro it's like it don't really i don't even know like i don't have a plan to be saying what i'm saying but like when i listen back to it bro it feels like subconsciously i'm like telling myself shit i know it sounds fucking trippy and weird but it's like that's how my process is so it's like i don't know bro i'll be getting side <laughs> sidetracked like a motherfucker you're good um i do too that's how that's kind of how podcasts work though is you just kind of get sidetracked and you this, just keep going this is like my stuff. first actual podcast the, the first one before that we did it was kind of like it turned into a zoom call but this is like i like this i like this, this <laughs> yeah is dope, this is what i do bro this is this is uh i mean besides the pauses and um and every and um the uh the chat um this is this is what i do i usually just ask questions we get into conversations um usually i'm the driver uh but you know that's just because i i've done it enough times now almost almost 30 35 times now so that's i mean shout out um 50 is gonna be cool um i'm gonna have to do something for 50 and definitely 100 I've i've done enough now where i'm like i mean like you said like i I got, I like, I, I, the deliver, you know, I've, I've worked on it enough to where I like, I know what I want to do when I want to do it, you know? And then questions usually just come to me with the person because, you know, here's the thing about podcasting. If you're interesting at all podcast, but if you're not interesting, don't try because, you know, and I'm not saying that you're not, no one can be interesting. I'm just saying like people, some people aren't that interesting and don't try because don't try to just take someone else's algorithm, like just be yourself, you know? Right. To develop yourself enough to where you can do something because here's the thing if you if you're actually engaging in what you're doing and anything you'll figure it out you know just it will just kind of flow um, yeah but when you're back to all the digressions aside back to what we were saying about the ODing and everything obviously it's a terrible t- subject but I, I would like to know a little bit more about it um you know when in in minds obviously you don't know a lot of people who have OD'd or like, especially not famous people, but when people are, when people OD or when people like you swore, like you said, Oh, I can take this when you're high. Um, is the OD, I mean, obviously it's probably different, but is the OD like they OD because the drug most of the time, like maybe it's laced with fentanyl or they OD because like you said, they're, they, they think they can take more than they, they actually can. 
I think it has a combination to do with both for sure. Like I definitely feel like um, people do bite off more than they could chew sometimes, but also I do feel like sometimes there is a possibility that the drugs could be tampered with, which in, in, in such like, I won't really suggest people like Juice World or Mac Miller, but in some scales that large, you, you'd wonder like with copious amounts of money, like people could make it look like something that it isn't, you know what I mean? So there's just so many things that are left unsaid and always going to be wondered, like, you know, cause it's like Mac Miller is fucking rich. So like he should know, he should be getting that good shit. You know what I mean? He shouldn't be getting no fucking janky corner store, fucking fentanyl laced ass shit. I mean, you never know, but at the same time, then you start to think like Ariana Grande is rich as fuck too. What if they was going through it? And she was like, I'm going to eliminate this motherfucker. Not like literally suggesting anything with their case and rest in peace, Mac Miller and no disrespect to their relationship. But I'm just figuratively speaking on scales of like, you know, celebrities and shit like that. You never know. Yeah. One of the things that comes to mind when you say that is, uh, uh, X's death and Drake's mob tie song, um, uh, killed over Louis bags. Um, you know, X, I love X. I think he was one of the greatest artists of this generation. Um, no disrespect to Juice World. I love Juice World. Juice World was very, very um, influential. And I actually wrote an, um, created an album with my friend Hayden um, because of Juice World. So nothing against Juice World. I just think X was the first in my mind to do something that no one else has done in a very long yeah. time. I think, I think he was the first to blow up off of a song that he knew would blow up and then to create content that actually had feeling, yeah, you sure. know? It was really easy to do that now in 2018 plus, really 2019 plus, but like doing it in 2014 to 2015 to 2016, like that's that's incredible, yeah. you know. Um, that's the way of a Bobby Schmurda and then the Migos and then um, like really big Drake views, um, you know, really big artists, uh, you know. It was really before the emo rap or anything, so X did something that no one did, else did, and so. When he died, I was actually getting honestly crazy story about when he died. I was when X died, I was getting my haircut from Scales. So interesting story about Scales. He's a celebrity barber now. So Scales was one of my good friends back in high school. He I played football with him. Give me like a second. Yo, shout I, out chat. My mic and everything sound good? Yes, sir. All right, it just looked like it was unplugged, um, but Scales was a uh, he was a uh, he was just he started cutting hair senior year, and like didn't think anything of it, and now he's made his mark and he's a, he's the Las Vegas Raiders barber and he cuts up celebrities and everything, so shout out Scales. Um, That's dope. So he um, and I'm gonna have him on the podcast again soon, but he uh, he was cutting my hair and um, and. His sister came in crying and I was talking about X was dead. And then we started talking about how he died. And he was like, we didn't know all the facts, but he was shot in his, uh, in his, uh, his car, but there was no blood. And, and at that time I was like, he's not dead. He's faking it and all this stuff. Yeah. But 
um, it was crazy. It was like, well, like even to think about where I'm at now and uh, like where we both are now and everything, it's like, it's like death is a weird one, you know? Me and Jake got into it. Or, sorry, everyone listening, Avion. Me and Avion got into it. Um, but it's one of those things where like it's it's a different feeling in everyone, you know? Yeah. How loud is my keyboard right now for you? Is it loud? <laughs> it's it's not I mean I can hear it, but yeah. it's not that loud. I was just uh I was just gonna let you reply to the chat. Yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to the chat guys, uh live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash off cadence and i just wanted to give a shout out they said that uh like 80 percent of the people were in superstaro's chat saying raid cadence raid cadence they ended up raiding somebody else and i'm glad that uh somebody with a smaller community uh possibly got a chance to get some eyes on them so big shout out to superstaro's community and everybody rocking with me in the chat this is uh you know leave the link right here in the chat uh colin demands on instagram in the, the link in the bio if you guys ever want to catch up on this podcast from start to finish and uh yeah get back to the podcast we can get back to the podcast um so you know i haven't talked about this yet because it's been uh something that's dear to my heart and i haven't really talked about it yet and i because I, I didn't really know how i was going to go about it but i'm gonna go about it just now um so Somebody who was, I would say, close to my, to me and my family. I was definitely close to their family. Um, passed away during the Vegas shooting. Damn. So, listeners, if you know me, you obviously know who I'm talking about. Um, his name was Quentin Robbins. I was just going to show you this just because you obviously don't know. But I wear his... You can't really see it, but I wear his bracelet. It just says Quentin Joe Robbins. I wear his bracelet every day just because remind me of what we're living for and everything. But his sister, who's now married, happily married, shout out Skylar. Um, love you to death. Uh, she's married, um, but she was my best friend my whole life growing up. Kindergarten to, you know, she, I would still consider my, her my best friend, but we were kind of like, parted ways a little bit ago you know we're not that close anymore right but you know his death i both both of my grandparents have uh passed away grandpas have passed away in my and my uh grandma on my dad's side so i've i've i've, I've had a good amount of death in my in my like immediate family you know mm-hmm. i was just too young to really experience it but when he passed away in 2017 i was 17 um and his death hit me really hard like really, really hard. Cause, and, and it's still, honestly, it still hits me to this day. Um, because not too long ago, so he was born, his birthday was September, um, not September. His birthday was March 21st and mine's March 18th. And he was three years older than me. So that means uh, in October, which is when the Vegas shooting was, um, and when he uh, passed away, I, I was the I I had just turned his the uh, his age when he died you know yeah and I remember my mom telling me that when 
when he went and everything, I was just talking about like, that's not that much older than me. And he was really close to my sister. And so I was talking to my mom and she was like, you know, there's a lot of growth that goes between 17 and 20. Excuse me. And that stuck with me because every single day I've gotten closer to his, his exact age when he died. And I was wondering, will I be ready? You know, when I get that age, you know, yeah, the growth, I want to see it. And so the week leading up, I was, I was thinking about it every day, you know, and then I, and then I hit the exact age and I was like, it was just surreal. You know, I was just like, this is the exact age he was when he died. You know, this is the exact age. And I was like, this is not, I'm not ready. I don't know who I was. I didn't podcast. I didn't even have a podcast yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't nearly anything that it was today. Like right now, and it will, it's not nearly anything that it's going to be if I'm lucky enough to make it 10 more years, you know? Yeah. So I'm just thinking about, just take take everything back to X, who was 20, Juice World, who was, I think, 21, barely. Um, you know, even Mac Miller at 27, so many people die young, you know? And they're like, they're just reaching where like a small part of where, like what they're going to be. And it makes me think it's just, it's so sad to think about because it's just like, bro, like they're already getting big and they're not like, you can't say that who you are at 20, 27, even 30 is who you're going to be at the rest of your life. So, right. You know, I don't know if you're, you know, I don't know if you've been changed by death in any way, but like, I just know that it, some deaths, they, they hit, they, 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 they make marks on you, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. I uh, just uh, saw some of my people hitting me up and said some deep ass convos going on right now. Shout out your podcast. I can't wait to listen to the whole episode. So shout out, uh, shout off cadence. This is a great, this is a great podcast. It's going to be, it's going to be one to remember. I hope one, I hope one day when I have a a thousand episodes, somebody comes back and listens to this episode. So shout out for you. Shout out you, shout out your uh, chat. I'm glad, I'm glad you were able to come on today. You know? Yeah, hell yeah! I'm glad to be here, bro. For real, I uh, I do this every day. I sit here on the internet, and uh, it's nice to have a break from what I'd normally be doing, which is recording. And uh, yeah, it's nice. So I have a deep question to ask you. Let's go. Um, just regarding the whole thing we were talking about, you know the the levels of fucking energy that those people have when they die early, like juice world and an X and everyone. And then there's all, all the people that die young that we don't even know, you know, you know, what is your thinking on afterlife and not afterlife in some super religious way, but just maybe you are super religious, but just in afterlife, like what is your thoughts on it? I mean, just energy and what happens at the end. I'd like to keep a serious tone, but somebody in my chat just commented, does it ever blow your mind that there are tortoises alive right now who were born in the 1600s? <laughs> that is kind of mind-blowing. Um, is that true? First off, is that true? Yeah. There really is? According to uh, him, well, I believe it. Tortoises live 400, yeah, facts, he said, 400 years that is wild yeah that's crazy um but (laughs) as i digress (laughs) so 
I, I've, I've been stuck in such of like a frustration in regards to that question, because I'm so confused and misguided and not experienced in death or religion. And it's just always been something that's really hard for me to like, think about the fact that I'll possibly lose my loved ones one day. And like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to like be the same person that I was like, I don't know how I'm going to live my life without my dad or my daughter, or my, my girl or my brother, you know, it's like, it's, it's like weird. Cause it's like, I heard somebody say the other day, I don't remember who it was, but they said, it's funny how, uh, religion has an area code attached to it. And I was like, that's the most simplest way to argue religion and question whether or not religion is all the same thing, just said in different languages and ways. You know what I mean? Uh, so that was pretty cool to hear. But as far as my thoughts on afterlife... I really am so confused and angered that I really don't know what the whole purpose is. That's just being transparent. Um, Bobby Ulrich, who is the executive producer of the Funk Bros, Funk Bros. I don't know who, if you know who they are. So it's a YouTube channel. Um, he was um, talking to me. And he basically was talking about it and he was saying that he thinks that God isn't some bearded man in the sky, but it's the ultimate love that every human feels. You know, everyone, every human, regardless of the most evil human has a universal feeling of love, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was saying that basically like love is, is like, is, is God, you know, like that, that energy of love. And it makes me think that like, it's so hard to love, you know, like not that it's so hard, but it's like the best thing we do. And it's also the hardest thing we do. And it's also the, the most thing that hurts us the most. Like, I mean, I, I don't know if, if you've ever been heartbroken. I'm sure you have. You're, you're a normal person. Get the baby face off. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but we're being serious. <laughs> but, uh, um, but like, it feels like it's the end of the world when you get heartbroken, you know? It feels like it's never going to end. You, no one likes to break up. No one does. Yeah. And no and one it's likes... Like, to, yeah, it's know? like you, you, like, question reality of, like, you know, what it's going to be like with, with without that person when you've, like, engulfed mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of, like, fused into, like, sharing a world. I've always, like, looked at, like, a serious relationship, like, sharing a world with somebody. Mm -hmm. You share your perception of the world. You share your beliefs. You share your opinions, like everything. And it's like you become each other and shit. And it's like to like go from being so close to somebody like that to like going to just like fucking just mm -hmm. like them treating like treating you like like nothing ever existed. That shit hurt. And it's a cold world. I like what you said. Um it's like you become each other, you know? Uh, there's a lot of rap songs and everything, just normal songs that I listen to that are like, um, you know, Drake especially. He's like, he's like, um, what's this song? 
What's the song? I can see. What's the song? I can't remember, but he was like, he was like, Shot for Me. It's Shot for Me. That's one of Drake's best songs. If you don't know what Shot for Me is and you're listening to this, you have to take a shot it. for me. Yeah, he's like, he, he's like, um, he basically says that, like, everything she is is me, you know? Yeah. Uh, everything she was is me. And so I, I just think of that. It's just like, it's really relationship is. It's, it's crazy because, like, when you come out of a relationship too, that person developed you for another person almost, you know? Yeah. They, and you developed them for another person. And so relationships are almost like, if they're not the relationship that you're going to end with is the, it's just a building block, which is kind of hard to think, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't mind me asking, um, when did you get married? January of 2018. Is, what is it like mm. to be married? Um, yeah, 17. When you, it, that's what it's like to be married. You forget a lot of things. Responsibilities become consistent. Chores become relevant. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you go through a lot of ups and downs. We've been through it where we've almost called it quits. You know, we've been through it where, you know, times were questionable but i'd say right now past couple months and shit things have been looking pretty good and um which is good because we have a kid together too so it's just nice to have that uh that family you know what i mean Mm because i've always been such a big family person and it's like without family bro it's like there really ain't point to none of this shit there really ain't no point if like you're just gonna be doing it by yourself you're gonna be rich by yourself you're gonna be successful by yourself if you're gonna be anything like having somebody there with you that you love and cherish is just always a good feeling and having my kid really kind of changed my life in that way like being like completely selfish selfless and like finding ways to just like be able to be okay with not doing like things you want to do to kind of like fulfill being like a role model and like just somebody that like the person that you're sharing your life with or like your family members are, are, you know, cause we're all going to die one day. So it's like, you just got to live every day. Like, like it's your last. And that's the most cliche thing, but I really like, I'm really thinking like, yo, like if I died tomorrow and I was in that casket, like, who would come to my funeral? How many how many people would come to my funeral? What kind of man what kind of man was I? You know what I mean? So it's like not in the sense of I want people to come to my funeral, but in the sense of like I want to be a good person and like really make other people's lives like that much more better. Like my brother, if he's like feeling down, I want to be there to like make him feel like things are gonna be all right. Like you don't gotta fucking give up on something. If if there's a stranger that's like just need somebody to talk to like i think about it like and like i wouldn't have thought like this as much probably if i didn't have a kid but like if somebody's going through it and i see them going through it i've just i've noticed that ever since i had a kid i've been more and more receptive to just kind of like making people feel better so family's huge what is it like to look at someone that you love more than anything and then looking at something that you love more than anything else that you can even explain and like seeing 
yourself and that person you love in, in it, you know, like a child. Like, what is it like to look at a child and seeing the, the woman you love more than anything inside this being that's half you, half her that you love unconditionally, you know? What is that like? What is that feeling? How would you describe that? I'm applying Ambisol to the to people that aren't getting a video chat of this. Um, my bad, my teeth are hurting, but it's really undescribable thing. Like people will say, like, "Oh, once you have a kid, you'll know," and like you hear that, and you're like, "All right, cool. Once I have a kid, I'll know." And then you have a kid, and you're like, "Holy shit, I know. Now I know." Like it's such an undescribable thing. It really is like. There's no feeling. There's no. There's no words to describe like how like wholesome it is. It's just the best feeling in the world. Um, so, how did you meet Jake? I mean, Avion. It was music, right? Music video. Nah, this fool was at a gas station before he like even got like a uh, popping on TikTok, bro. This was like such a climactic like point that I met him. It was so interesting because of my fascination for analytics and um he was at a gas station and he was pumping gas and he was on the phone with chancio and he was like yo i'd kill that beat and i heard him and i was like yo you, you make music and he was like yeah and i was like you want to film a video sometime and he's like yeah so then we didn't really film right away and then he found out i had a home studio and we actually uh we recorded a couple like a uh, little tracks together we never released them because they were just youtube beats but um yeah man fucking we started hanging out at the crib recording music and then he fucking blew the fuck up on tiktok i remember he was at like a thousand and then it was like ten thousand and then it was like twenty thousand and then fifty thousand and a hundred thousand and i was just like messaging him like yo dude what the fuck is going on he's like i don't even know bro it's happening i was like it was cool and uh it motivated me to get my shit on tiktok and i was i was posting like three tiktoks a day i ended up peaking at like 46k followers with 1.7 million likes and it was my it was mostly from um mostly from my pen holder video i made this like provocative video of a homemade sex toy and it took off got 3.1 million views you should uh ask him next time you talk to him to have him send you his first song (laughs) um do you know how do you know the story of how he started making music no so he used to have this hummer h3 junior year of high school and (laughs) And he, well, before that, he used to do things too, but this is how it really happened. And he pulled up, I think we talked about this last podcast, but he pulled up and we used to start kicking it. And literally we used to pull up and play a beat on our phone, like not even in his Hummer, but just like play a beat like on his phone in his car. And we would just freestyle, me and him. And we were decent. Like we would just like do it. Like we would just do it. And like people started like listening, like every once in a while. And they'd be like, dude, you guys should like do something about this. And we did it like we did it for like months. Like we would just get high and freestyle. Like this that's all we would do. So do you still make music? Yeah. I have a bunch yeah. of songs. I can play you something earlier in a little bit. Yeah, cool. 
Um, I actually just posted one on my story today. People don't know. They thought I was just like singing a song, but it was my my song. I haven't played. Um, but dope. but uh, yeah. So we were just, and then we went. To, he was like, hey, "Look, I'm gonna go to the studio. I'm gonna make a song. Come with me." So we went, and we recorded these worst that song. It was literally. It's literally goes like this. Let anyone that's listening that knows me, you know. It. Anyone that doesn't, here's how it goes. Laying in the bed of my truck. That's literally how it goes. That's literally the song. It's called my truck. <laughs> Um, and, and then we made more music and we made a song called alone. And that's when we knew like we could make music. Mm -hmm. So I'll actually play you alone right now. I'll actually play you alone right now. (laughs) All right, here we go. Two 30 shit. (laughs) This is in, this is the junior of high school. On his drink, man, I just wanna bone. Call my ex girl until she pick up the phone. They say you blew up and you got to be known. Damn, man, I haven't been so alone. I'm about to find out why you be running to me. I'm about to find out why you be lying to me. Right by your side, now you be banging my line. Look at the things you can find. Open your mind, lame bitch, you fall behind. Open my heart, it's a chest. I'm not depressed. Fuck with me, and now you rest. Sit at the desk, make a test. Teacher, tell them, do your best, but they fixing the fail. How can you pass it on like she be lagging on? Texting me back in the call, she be lacking on. But when she with me, the booty, she backing on. Dick all up in her, my back, she be scratching on. Damn, I don't even know it like this. I don't really wanna like this, ayy. I don't even know it like this. I don't really wanna like this. Yeah. Sipping on his drink, man, I just wanna bone. Call my ex girl until she pick up the phone. They say you blew up and you got to be known. Damn, man, I haven't been so alone. I'm about to find out why you be running to me. I'm about to find out why you be lying to me. Like a rocket, beat so hard and it'll break you like a rock, bitch. Hopping, never stopping, no copping. Beating up the pussy to the bitch, you made me stop it. Stopping, popping, rolling to a stoplight. Fighting, fucking, all through the whole night. Turbium to love, we fucking through the whole fight. Faded up for love, we fly like a high kite. Aw shit, never testing, no stressing. Mixing up the pot, I got a couple people stressing. Stressing about my life, I got a bunch of people flexing. Talking on my name, I gotta teach a bitch a lesson. Lessons all about the things that I was taught. Messing around with these girls like they wanna talk, but I can't. Blowing up my phone and you just wanna rant. Blowing up my phone. And you just want to rant. Damn. But yeah, that was that was our first that was our like first song that I like, actually got. Like, I mean, my truck had like 60k, and that was insane. But like that song was like actually a song that people were like, oh, like they can actually make music. And then the last song we made together was uh, which is actually posted on my account, is I can't remember the song actually right now, but we also made Beware, which is on his account, but we made music for a while. We made like eight songs. We only have like four out, but he, 
and then he, we both went to college basically but he we started making music just rapping in his car that's like how it happened we just started rapping and then this just kind of went from there damn that's wild yeah i've i've uh i've had the pleasure of listening to avion freestyle too and he just goes off and off and off yeah he's fire um i remember those days uh Obviously, it's different now. He he's way more talented. Like, I mean, not that he's way more talented. He's just like he's accumulated more skill now. But uh, I remember those days we used to just sit there uh, in his in his car and just go for however long we could go for, how many beats we can pick. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, right before he moved to Texas, me, him, and uh, Loza Alexander, we were just on top of the build the parking garage across from the college, and uh, we were just like sitting there like two in the morning just fucking rapping to beats in the car <laughs> just like that bro so i that's that's cool that you say that that's like such like uh a, like a thing that he did a lot and i got to you know experience that while he's chilling before he moved he's one of the only people that i know that will call me and tell me things that i have to do He'll just call me and he'll be like, look, you have to do this right now. And I'll be like, I don't know. Like TikTok, he's been telling me TikTok every, he's like, you have to do this or you have mm-hmm. to do this or blah, blah, blah. Or, and I'll just be like, I don't know. And he's like, no, you have to do it. He's one of the only uh-huh. person that will do it. Like, or if we, I just like every once in a while, we'll just, I'll just call him or he'll just call me. Like, it's one of those like friendships that we've had. Cause it's been so long now that it's like, you just pick it back up, you know, but he'll just, we'll just call once a week once in a while and he'll just be like yeah hey look this is what you're doing and you have to do it now and, and i was just like i was just like, i don't know and then i'll try <laughs> and i'll be like yeah yeah he is good with that though like direction for marketing shit no he's, he's fucking he's giving me so many tips he's the only he's not that he's the only person i listen to but he's the only person that like i'll actually like be like all right you know like he'll like he has like he'll say things and he'll be like so you know his like videos that be popping off about him sneaking into places. Yeah, I'll tell you a story about all three of me, him, and our friend Trace. Uh huh. So we go to the future, um, <laughs> future Migos uh, ASAP for <laughs> for a concert. I don't know if he wants me to tell all of it, but I'm gonna, I'm going to anyways. I'm sorry, Abion. <laughs> no, I won't just tell that one. Michael Desa. That's all I'll say. He went by Michael Desa for a while. Um, but. Basically, we were we were at the very very top. It was right when T-Mobile opened. We were at the very very top. I think it was 2017, and he uh, he was like, "I'm fucking." This is like when we made music, but like no one knew it was gonna happen. You know, he was yeah. like, "I'm done with this. I'm going down." And I was like, "All right." So me and Trace followed. We went down to the second level, and so the second level went down. So it's like the third level is super high. The second level is like here, and then if you if you like here's a second level fence down like a eight foot drop and there's the floor floor seats right and so we go to the second level we go all the way down we actually see our friend mike who's been on the podcast before and jake or avion to the listeners and you he hits he just hits the first gate he just hits that gate just jumps it it's fine trace hits it fine i hit the gate get tackled by security basically not tackled. <laughs> i mean they take me out and uh i'll, I'll call him avion for the rest of the um conversation but he avion walks out 
and comes get me. I get put in this like little kid jail and I find my way out and Avion comes and finds me and he gives me the ticket because they're, he's like, oh, they know me. Like I, I told him I'd call, I came out. So I had the ticket. I sh- I showed the ticket, walked past the security guards who, who grabbed me and we all walked in and me and him walked in. And so we get to the middle of the, we just keep going forward and we get to the middle. So I'm on the floor seats at, at, so at this point I missed a lot of Migos because I was in the little kid jail, but this is now features <laughs> out. And we're, I mean, Trace, we all get to the middle and, and I'm fine. I'm watching future in the middle on the floor stage. Like, I'm fine with this. And, and uh, Avion's like, no, I got to keep going forward. So he keeps going forward and he like, he gets to a point where he, so our, he had already stole a mask too. He hey, has, isn't he so convincing when he's like doing these like yes. mischievous little things? Yes. He's made me walk through like the like employee sections of like malls to get to certain areas for photo shoots and shit. <laughs> you Bro, know, I'm like, telling I'm you. like, yo, that's employees on He's like, well, we got lost. Let's go. Come on. It's okay. Come on. Yeah, he literally does that. <laughs> um, and we get to, and he and he's he, just smiling. Yeah, and so he gets to this part where he's like, "It's a, it's a will call," and he's about to hit the gate like for will call, and he just gets socked by a security guard, and he like yeah. fall, and he like falls down. And he comes back to, he's like, "I just got socked by a security guard." Meanwhile, he's wearing this like, this is before masks. This is like when masks were cool, but like they were, it wasn't COVID, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like wearing a mask, and we're like, "What are you wearing?" So. That's a little story about Avion and and uh, sneaking into places. He's been doing it for it for years now. Damn, that's funny as fuck. Um, Shit, man, this tooth pain is crazy today. Damn, I'm sorry. Honestly, that fucking sucks. I think this is like the worst it's been, and I've been having it for like three days. So hopefully tomorrow it's gonna be gone. Definitely better for sure. Hopefully, like I mean, like it might not be gone, but it would probably be better. Honestly, you know. Yeah. Um. So, when you started streaming, how did you start? Like, did you just sit down one day and be like, "I'm gonna go Twitch," or did you like research a bunch? I did it all live on stream. It was crazy because, like. Um, I just remember seeing other people stream and I was like, I have all the gear to do that. Like I have a good camera. I have everything I need. And I, I tried to start streaming and it was really difficult in the beginning. It was a huge learning curve to be able to like come up with overlays and a set and like not use a green screen, but still make my background look pleasing to the eye and like make people want to stay and like, getting the camera quality to like compress at the right compression for bit rate and, and all that shit for it to come out high quality as possible as fuck. You know what I mean? Getting the frames per second, all my camera settings are manual. I use a cinema camera and um, I do, I do everything manual and it just took a while to get like the image, right? The background, right? And then the layouts and overlays and commands. And then uh, I just did all of it live and troubleshooted and um, pretty much went into a couple other communities that were other people newer to streaming and asked them questions. And I kind of just kept at it and I, I didn't miss a day. I've been streaming every day for like 
close give or take like 10 days because i don't know i I know i've been i'm going on five months straight without missing a day that's all i know what is the best experience you've ever had like in general no just with streaming well you can go streaming but just no and just like i mean in general is a little too broad i was thinking more like what's the best experience you ever had where like it changed your life like just experience in life where and i guess you could say in general i was just more thinking like what was the what's the best experience you've ever had where life itself like cease like not life time itself ceased to like exist and you were just there hmm that's a dope ass question i'm a dope ass person i got some dope questions <laughs> that's a dope ass question best a really positive life changing dope ass good experience hmm which direction to go with this man you got me stumped well when you think of one just bring it up obviously I yeah. want to know uh, you don't have to go best, obviously. Just go a good experience. You just think whenever money comes to your head, just say it. Cool, I'll, cool. I'll give an experience that uh, I'll give an experience that changed my life. Um, just think for like a couple seconds. I'm guessing probably when your child was born, time stops when you see a baby pop out. <laughs> That's that's definitely one of the top five pivotal moments of like changing my life in a positive way, but like that was like like a whole long duration of like months of like anticipation and then like months after mm-hmm. of like developing a relationship and seeing the personality. So I guess that's probably why it wasn't like my immediate like what like happened in one day that just like kind of was like holy shit today, fucking a lot of shit changed. Um, cause I mean, having a kid, you kind of prepare yourself and then new things arise afterwards. Um, so like something like, uh, crazy best thing, honestly, I'm not going to lie. When I moved to the West coast would probably be like when I got on a plane and I physically like felt like, all right, this is going to be changed. Cause this is like around the time that I was getting through my opiate addiction. This was the time that I was like, I've had enough and I'm going to move West. And uh, I just remember landing and like seeing like when I, when I got on the plane, it was my first time on a plane, first of all. And then it was my first time leaving the East coast. I've only been on the East coast. So landing there and just like seeing the mountains and the grand Canyon flying over it. And like, going to it just felt like i was going to a whole different place in life like like magical that i'd never been to and like la music like connections fucking clean sober life like it was just crazy i just remember when i landed i saw my first like palm tree i was just like i saw like all the mountains miles and miles away like the beach miles and miles away so open i'm used to like small cities that are all hilly and shit you don't get no crazy dope views and uh yeah when i landed out there and i knew i was going to be sober and clean i was like 
this is this is a whole new life. West Coast is the best coast. I'm just gonna say that right now. I agree, and I was born and raised on the East Coast. I love New England, but there's just nothing better than the West Coast. No, there really isn't. Honestly, I've lived only West Coast. I've only lived in Las Vegas and um, Oregon, uh, right outside of Portland, basically right near the coast. And my sister lives in SoCal, so I've I've uh, visited there extensively. But I digress. Uh, one of my the experience that comes to my mind when I was thinking about it was. Uh, um, so I'm a kicker football, obviously played soccer. So I was, I was pretty good at soccer, um, my whole life. I played club and the decision to, so my, honestly, I'll give you the whole story. So my team fell apart. My club team fell apart. I want to say either eighth grade year or ninth grade year. One of the two. And I still I, I joined a different club, and I played high school soccer, and I was on varsity as a freshman, leading score, but we were ass. Um, and so my club, the club team I joined, what just wasn't it, and I decided to quit. Yeah, I decided, I, it wasn't it for me. So I still played, and then I and then I just I had started playing basketball in, in middle school, so I was playing basketball, and then I decided to play volleyball too in high school, and so I'm playing. I'm playing those three and I'm going into my sophomore year of soccer and I'm hanging out with my friends, Zach Riz and Daniel Panessa. And I remember that they were like, dude, just come fucking play football and kick. Like we need a kicker. Like JV needs a kicker. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And I don't know what it was, but for some reason I decided to go out to play football and I was running the routes and everything. I was doing all the football drills. And then someone comes on the speaker and they say, hey, uh, who wants to be a kicker? Go this way. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going that way. And so I went that way. And um, I met now one of my great friends uh, and mentors, Nolan Cohorse, who I just had last on the podcast, um, who is the head of Champions of A's Kicking and is, was my king coach all through high school. I met him, and there's a bunch of kickers lined up to try out for JV kicking. He was like eight. I think I went last, and everyone kicked. And then I and they were just – I mean, some made it, but some didn't. They were like ass, and then I kicked it, and I just fucking stroked it. Hmm. And then I think I went back to 35 that day. He kept me in Montana, and we went back. I went back to like 35 that day. And he – and then I remember that day changed my life. I broke my phone, but I – I changed my life forever. Like now I play college football at a kicking, you know? And uh, yeah. so that was the day that like really changed my life. In the moment, all I care about was the fact that I fucking broke my phone. <laughs> you can imagine <laughs> a fucking 15 year old breaking their phone because of water uh-huh. in that moment only cares about that. But looking back on it, that was the greatest. That was the most, one of the most determining points in my life ever honestly so he's putting more numbing stuff on guys don't worry i was reading if it's okay to just keep applying it or if like i'm gonna od on fucking anesthesia (laughs) is it okay to keep applying it i think so yeah i think it's probably fine if it's over the counter there it's Uh, plus i've been spitting it out in this cup the whole time yeah i think you're swallowing it yeah you don't look like you're you're tweaking or anything. Cool, 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 good. My my 
Dude, this pain I wouldn't wish on anybody, bro. What are you about to do about it? Uh, I'm going. I'm going to get it. Fucking get a crown. Yep, they're gonna drill it and fucking fix it. When are you doing that? Next week. I already got the whole dentist set up and shit. I just hadn't gone to a dentist in a while. Yeah, dentists are needed. I haven't gone to one in a while too. I should probably go to one. Just because it's like your teeth rot from the inside out, so it's like you don't know it happens until you just get like the most intense fucking pain of your life for three days. And it's right in your jaw, which is like right next to your skull, which is like right next to your brain. So the swelling just like makes you feel like you have all this fucking like tension and fluid going on in your fucking temples and your like skull. And it's just pain and pressure and annoyance. It drains. It drains your energy. It really does. Any pain drains your energy. Yeah. I would never wish tooth pain, headache, and stomach pain. Those are the three you can't wish on anyone. Yeah. For real. Did you have anyone join the chat that was not of your usual fan base? Um, not so much, no. But I think... No, no, I don't think so, no. Maybe one Lamont Coleman. There's a couple of people who Or wait, hoax hoax official, free money jack. There's a couple of people who joined uh not right now music. Earlier. Yeah. Listen to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I definitely did see a spike up. It went up to like it went up to nineteen probably like twenty minutes ago. Um people were joining and telling me about it and I was like and they would join and then leave, but yeah, because they're gonna listen to it tomorrow. But I'm gonna spend uh, the rest of the night, whenever we're ended, um, editing the clips and posting it. So that's awesome, man! Can't wait to hear it too. It's it came out. I mean, we're still talking, but it's gonna it, it's coming out well. Like, um, I don't know why I think that. Not that this was my calling, but like people like. You're not like when you said the thing about like you like that. It's like I like this. Like what you said was like, like like you you got it. You know, you yeah. don't want to say that to me. So like, and it's not like going to my head or anything. It's just like me thinking like it. it like and when I'm it's when I'm tangible. saying things, it's like I just it just flows for me. So I'm thinking like, and like I'm having fun while doing it. So like in my head, it's like, is this like what? Is this what people say when they find like they found their niche? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's how cool I, thing that's, is like, yeah. You know, keep going. Go that's how I feel about Twitch. That I've yeah. just found found a good spot. One of the, what I was gonna say was the cool thing is like, I think I'm on your close friends. Uh, you're definitely on mine. Uh, and then my friend, like I was talking about Adam Cole, like people that I'm meeting on these things, like, and they're just doing me and creating is like I'm on their, and like they're on my close friends and I'm on their close friends and, I, and it's just like, it's cool because it's like I'm meeting people and I'm becoming friends with people through the online and like they're like so cool and it's just like i always heard the line like you know like you're fucking a loser oh well look look who's around you you know yeah you know i'm trying to surround myself with people who are like trying to be successful so like (coughs) just to see everyone like especially you avion obviously has been my friend for a while like the people i've had on like the people i have on it's like everyone that's doing something that they want to do you know i'm not having anyone that's not you know yeah hell yeah that's dope um but yeah twitch is 
I'm glad you're doing it, bro. It's like it's it. Like I say, I, I love being around people like you because it's just like it just gives you um, positive energy. Like there's not a lot of pe- there's not a lot of things in the world that give you positive energy, but positive people give you like a majority of it, you know. So being around people like you who just like are creative and like want to do things that they want to do and like are enthusiastic about things they do is just like it's really a a, a vibe like push, you know. Yeah, hell yeah. Um... And that's what I love about the Twitch community is that everybody is that's there is like, it's like you kind of know right away that they're serious because we're on Twitch in a music community. So it's like right away, you know, like, all right, this fool, he knows about the plug. Like this is like some underground shit right now. It's like the plug for like networking as producers and artists. And it's like, most people hear Twitch and they're like, that's for gamers. But little do they know that Twitch has been completely redesigning its entire affiliate and partner program to not only support gamers, but created categories for gamers, music, in real life, and e- esports. So IRL, in real life, and esports. IRL is just like, bitches in fucking shirts baking in their fucking kitchen talking about life and drinking wine like just just chatting shit esports fucking gaming fucking all that shit music is is crazy bro they've really categorized different things and developed a platform for music in in my instance and it's uh it's definitely something that's being utilized by people that know like what's going on with, with the music scene, like people that are a step ahead of the game. Like I've noticed for producers and artists, so to speak. And it's like, you know, there's like all these communities that do like review shows, like they review people's music or they're hosting beat battles, but it's become this platform where it's like, it's not like the people that are watching are just like <clears throat> everybody. It's like the people that are watching are specifically producers and artists, not people from every category. <clears throat> no, yeah, I totally agree. Um, I hate category distinctions too, because like, I feel like a lot of people think that they can only like, I was talking about like how you can grow your audience in your own niche and you don't need a bigger like everyone to have everyone but i'm just gonna say like you can appeal to everyone like you don't have to just be your own niche um like you can you can appeal to everyone just like to be yourself and yeah like you don't have to just be in your own niche to success like to be successful yeah that's what i like about developing a whole like character like between my reels, my TikTok, and my Twitch, I've developed a character based off my personality. And it's just like, it's cool to like feel confident in being myself in this character. And it's like, I could like make a reel or something I'm, I, and I'll think like, I got to delete that. That's goofy. But then I'm like, nah, like I've already established that I'm goofy. I'm like, I'm off cadence. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm human. You know what I mean? I'm not just a fucking complete marketing robot 
I'm not a copy paste. Like there's, there's more to me. There's a story to me. There's like, I'm transparent as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah, I really do try to help as many people as I can. And like, yeah, keep doing that, man. Keep doing that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to play this song for you. So. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's, it's not my favorite, but it is, it is done. And it is just for everyone listening. It is very, uh, poppy. Hell yeah. Let's hear it. I'll tell you once, don't fall for me. Cause I'm the bad guy and you see mm. I'll take you around the world to places you can't see Ooh. Cause I know that I'm Captain Hook and you're the queen I'll tell you once, don't fall for me Cause I'm the bad guy and you see mm. I'll take you around the world to places you can't see Cause I know that I'm Captain Hook and you're the queen Look are you evil? I've been stabbed in the back like medieval I need to find this hook like retrieval I'm not the prince, but for you backward evil Like love, flying above I know I'm cursed or of, but I'm not void of True love, like snow in the prince Two cents, need to put mine in to convince No convict, no convict No convict, need to put mine in No contest, Peter Pan's been running Now lawless, I don't wanna die with the clock Playing mate chess, evil queen's got my heart It's a wreck, it's a wreck, Crocs got a clock In his chest, Rumble still's got a lot In his vest, and I'm not at my best to lost my hand, I'm in a mess I'll tell you once, don't fall for me mm. Cause I'm the bad guy and you see mm. I'll take you around the world to places you can't see Cause I know that I'm Captain Hook and you're the queen I'll tell you once, don't fall for me Cause I'm the bad guy and you see I'll take you round the world to places you can't see Cause I know that I'm Captain Hook and you're the queen Look, do you want me? I know I'm scared of time that's beyond me I'm not a tyrant, I'm not a pirate I just wanna show your body like a pilot I just wanna love you, do you wanna love me? Do you wanna grow old and become Wendy? Or so young like Pan, little engine we can I'll take you down south, park the Roger like Stan do you love me? I know I'm beating bruised when I'm ugly I know the crock on my hand Be the pants a bit of man Ready to take another zam But I can't, I got a plan To keep you And my swan will come in and I'll save you Henry like a kid I'll Yo But yeah, that's basically the end So, where, where'd you get the beat? Uh, so this guy Just obviously YouTube Honestly, free for profit Hey, so I have a producer in the chat That said, let me and Cadence Spice this song up I'll make a beat and Cadence mixes the vocals. So if you're down, I don't really know how to share screen, but I could show you a song if I could figure out how to share screen. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I could give you a way to do that. That would be dope. I'd be down to mix it. I could do it all on stream too. It's, it's dope content. Yeah, that track, dude, we could, bro. I, I got this this preset that I've been building over the past couple of months. Yeah. I, I, I click drag and drop. I made this preset, bro. And it's um, fucking sheesh. Do you, can you share now? If you're not, it's okay. Yeah, I am. All right, all right. 
I'll just play the song and then we'll do an ad after. All right. Uh, this song is a little bit more of an R&B feel, but uh, let me know if you hear this. Thumbs up if you hear it. You don't hear nothing? Hold on. I know what you got to do. Now? How about now? No, I know what you got to Share computer sound. shit i can't hear you you're muted yeah i was gonna say that's fire that's a very that's very r&b i spent i spent 25 hours on that track so far and it's still almost done it's almost there 
No, that's I know a lot of people that are gonna fuck with that song. Um, Thank you, bro. No, that's that's a good song, honestly. But yeah, I, let I, me know what you I were talking about for the song that you were talking about. Actually, I'm gonna play you one more song before we do that. Oh yeah. Um, this one's like the one I finished. Uh, this is the one I finished first. Um, and this one is the one that that um a lot of people that i've shown think is like not that they think it's my best but like this is the one they're like yeah i'm gonna like it um so okay ready tell me if you can hear this leave you ever alone leave you ever alone Obviously, this is kind of my sound. Yeah, that's basically it. You pulled off the beanie. Bro, the tooth pain is just unreal, bro. The beanie is squeezing the dome piece. I was about to say, I was about to say, you pulled off the beanie. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, chat told, I just looked at chat. I was laughing because this fool said, LOL, the manual fade out. Because when I was uh, playing my song, I was like trying to end it because the outro hella long and I just manually like turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> he was laughing. You did do that. I was like, I thought you were just trying to show the fade you were going to make on your song. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. It's definitely a long outro. I'll be doing a fade similar to that. Yeah. Automating one in. 
<clears throat> but that track was fire. Uh, somebody in the chat said mix needs to be tightened up, but it's a vibe for show, sure. and that's that's the same thing. Like we were saying about the last track. Mm-hmm. If if uh, if you bro, I got all the plugins for vocals, bro. No, I know that's what I was gonna plug, say. Plugin, and that, could, that'd be cool. I've, you got you got stems for the music, right? What do you mean? Like the you recorded it at your crib? Yeah. Yeah, so I could make it sound like a million bucks. Because you uh, recorded it. You just have to like export the audio files. Yeah, I, I literally all I do is like I just like sit down and I just like hear a song and I'm just like, all right. So another good thing about the Twitch community is like you meet all of these people. Like I tune in mm-hmm. to like streams like for multiple hours a day. But even if you could just set aside one hour out of your day to like commit time to like one person's stream, whether it's a smaller mm-hmm. scale streamer or a large scale, and you just like make yourself present and and network and meet people you can meet uh and this goes out to anybody listening future or right now uh you can meet and network with people that you know you get to work with and have relations with and i found it so much better and more awesome to just have like a personal like relationship with the people that i'm like making the music with because there's just so much more chemistry and like they know like styles that you're going for so anybody that's an artist or a musician listening um to the podcast or the twitch stream definitely try to dedicate some time to uh networking in some streams because it's it's dope to meet new people and and whether you're a producer collaborating with other producers and artists trying to find a loyal person to buy beats from <clears throat> or just a fucking promoter you know what i mean it's uh it's definitely benefited me in many ways to just network the fuck out of uh, out of myself on twitch when's the closest you've been to death when i rolled 10 times in that whip second closest when i od'd almost od'd third closest we got all the stories. You got if you don't know what we're talking about, go back in the podcast. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> They're like, wait, what? That was so dark and sinister. Why didn't you just move on? <laughs> He's already been filled in. All right. Um, third closest to death. I uh I almost got hit by lightning when I was riding a bike. What do you mean? Go now, speak. I was like 10 years old or 11 years old. I lived in New York and it was like raining and I was riding a bike in an open like park. And it was like starting to rain. I was riding my bike back home and fucking lightning like struck and it was just like really close. It was like, I don't know. I don't know if I just remember it was really close where I was hella young, but that shit was hella close. I tell like my mom that and she like she didn't believe me, bro. I'm like, nah, fuck you. I know what lightning is, bro. Like, can't mistake lightning, bro. Like, that's just lightning, dog. Like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like if you get hit by like like yeah, it's like you experience something and then people think you're crazy. It's like the yeah. argument like if you got met by aliens, everyone would just think you're crazy. But it's like if you actually did, it's like, oh fuck, I actually did. <laughs> right nobody would know aliens? nobody would know um i don't like disbelieve in a- like alien life but i just like you know it's probably not what like a picture of an alien looks like <laughs> yeah like the green people yeah did you, you dye know? your hair nah it's probably the lights 
I haven't dyed my hair. Oh, you probably just got a haircut. What did you? What was your hairstyle before? Uh, I had a man bun for a while, and then I shaved. I just feel like you were blonde at some point. I feel like in the daytime. <laughs> I feel like in the daytime, my hair looks brighter. Let's turn on the light. Because I feel like. No, bro. I feel like you were blonde, bro. Nah. Not me. Is your beard blonde? Oh, really? It's kind of like reddish brown. Mine's like super dark, and I hate it because it's like, like when I'm in person, it's like, when I'm in person, it's like people be like, bro, like I wish my shit was as dark as yours, but it's like you can see patches in mine more (laughs) because it's like I don't have blonde hair, and it's like blonde hair like makes it look more full, I feel like, or like just lighter hair just makes it look better, but mine's like black, nothing, black, you know? Yeah, I have have a couple spots like that too, where it's like just super noticeable because it's like dark and then like not full yeah (laughs) yeah the life the struggle of beards beards why do you think beards are a thing honestly actual question like there's no reason for us to have beards evolutionally maybe because of how we slept on our chin and like skin just started to die i don't know lack of oxygen to the chin because because of sleeping in caves like this i don't know why wouldn't women have chin hair because they sleep in fetal position uh that was a terrible argument that was uh that was that was the goofball cadence coming out you know what i'm saying we'd be up until three in the morning just raw as fuck um pause um <laughs> but uh no i honestly want to know what you think why beards exist uh, uh to keep you warm it might have been a hunting thing long hair beards just keep you warm while you're hunting that's probably what it is have you ever killed have you ever killed anything that's not like an ant or anything have you ever like hunted or anything no me either i wonder what that's like you know yeah yeah my friend said he like it was like he like cried or something I like it was like it. yeah it was like a, a guilt or a remorse well he no it was just like right after he was like oh fuck and then he was like he was like a kid he was like 12 and then he was like never mind it's just a beer but <laughs> <laughs> but like, I wonder what it's like to kill somebody, you know, like, I wonder what it's like to accidentally kill somebody, like, cause it's like a person, you know, you hit a dog, you'll eventually get over it, which sucks. Cause I love dogs, but like, you'll eventually get over You're it. You like hit a, with like a car crash or something. Yeah. Like you, yeah. But like you kill somebody or like, not even just like, you're like fighting someone and like, they just die, you know, yeah. you don't want to kill them. Like you won't get over that honestly for a while. Like that's yeah. a person and you know, it's a person. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I would imagine that being something like very difficult to get over, especially people like in the military that are yeah. uh, just having to do that because it's like what they're known, they know, and it's their job and it's their mission, and they think they're protecting, and it's really just all some fucking made up war, and people are killing each other for no reason. 
over fucking money and oil and resources and I haven't invited you, but I'm going to invite you now. Um, New Year's Eve, I think we're all doing a Zoom party. I think I told you about this earlier, but I think we're actually going to do all do a Zoom party on New Year's Eve. I think Avion's going to check in for a little bit, and we're all just going to look just in and out, kicking it, doing like playing like Quiplash things like that. If you wanted to check in, um, if you wanted to check out, check it out and join for a little bit. That'd be cool. I'm down. I'm I'm always just creators. What time, what time though? Um, it won't be past. It won't be like close to New Year's because you're on the West Coast. It might be close to New Year's on the East Coast, but but it won't be close to what. It would be probably like seven, eight. That's 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 perfect. Eight is better. <laughs> um, just because. I'll probably uh, peak. I'll probably be like one of them late. Peek in late. If you don't mind me asking, how did you get ads on your Twitch? Um, I became affiliate. So basically to become an affiliate and get like any type of income based off of like people gifting subscriptions to your channel or people donating bits, uh-huh. which is uh, something that's like actually really easy for them to do. So like Twitch gives you a very very easy platform to support your fellow friends and shit like i get gifted subs and shit and i i try to gift back as many as i can and like subscribe to all my other friends channels and shit and it's like you pay 5.99 a month and you get like uh little emotes and shit so you can have graphic designers uh design your emote and you can like show love to the channel and like give somebody else subs so like say you know Twitch paid me like a couple hundred bucks and then I go into somebody's stream and they're like they made like the best song of their life or they fucking like had like a dope ass stream and it was just really vibing like telling a good story like you and I right now and and just something and I was like you know what I want to give that back I could just gift like five subs and Twitch takes half of the subs but in short you're asking how I uh, got ads because they do pay for ads. Obviously you get, you get paid for that stuff too. Um, It's all part of being an affiliate, which you gain by holding an average of three followers per stream combined with um, a total of seven days streamed, like separate streams on seven days. Um, And then there's a and you have to have a minimum of 50 followers as well and once you reach those requirements you become uh affiliate and then for partner which you get paid more for ads and have more accolades and benefits and and stuff you have to have an average of like 70 viewers so um podcast is weird because i know that is loud um it's all about um reviews and downloads so i'm i just hit actually we can check right now um but i was at 14,095 percent up i've been blowing you know i'm i mean it's it's crazy just the amount of um support i've been getting from people like just from listening and supporting so um but yeah we hit uh I'm actually going to start a private channel just for people who subscribe um, just with like the bonus clips, you know, things I yeah. don't post. 
Hell yeah. Uh, and things like that. But, you know, uh, so just like, I'm not, uh, just ads, bro. Like they don't, they disrespect me, bro. Like they won't hit me <laughs> up. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm actually up fifth, uh, 1,554.2% in the last two weeks. So that's great. Yeah. It's, it's very high. Like the amount of, uh, um, just for people to know, like, just keep doing what you want to do, you know? So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. For real. That's a, it's a lot. That's a big percentage. You know, it's, I hope it just, I mean, it's going to, it's going to lower sometime, you know, cause you know, it's going to, but right now it's people uh, are tuning in, you know, not if you get on them TikToks. I do TikToks, but I just do like clips and it doesn't really work. I didn't follow anyone. I just followed Avion. That's all I followed. What's your thing? Uh, right now off cadence just off cadence yeah mine uh mine is fucking debauched though my shit is my i got nerfed bro they nerfed me on tiktok bro i have like i don't know i don't think anyone follows me so don't worry about me i just literally don't do anything like i just i i posted a video that got like a hundred thousand views overnight on tiktok and it got me like 1.6k followers on Twitch, which was insane because it was all in the matter of like a couple of days that mm-hmm. I got 1.6 thousand followers. That was my first sense of like generating uh, traction on Twitch organically. Um, but yeah, bro. Then after I just kept doing that, like I didn't really get any other. Um, I didn't get any other. Uh, videos to really pop off they would all flop dude i don't really know how tiktok works i've never been on it um but a lot of people have told me it's the it's the new wave you know yeah i uh i think it was strongest at its point before the whole china china or america trying to ban it trump trying to ban it i feel like after they developed like whatever security things they had to develop i think they definitely tamed down so this is my theory you want to talk conspiracies and shit i do i would love to this is my theory on tiktok some rich fuck in china developed a platform that would generate an obscene amount of clout to way more people so instagram it's hard to hit the algorithm and pop off right they developed a platform that satisfied everybody's dopamine rush of getting a bunch of fucking likes and views and explosively get these videos to pop off. Right. So I've had it. And like a lot of the following is organic and maybe they, whatever they did is, is dope because it, it, it just gives so many more people uh, the chance of like feeling like they, they went viral. But I think to an extent, a lot of it is bot shit, bro. Because like, like they made the bots, not like other people are buying bots or anything. I'm, I'm talking like they exaggerate the amount of views, or, or maybe they do push it a certain new way that no other platform has pushed it. But I feel like that's died down, and now that more people caught on to TikTok and it's become the wave. Back to you know, Instagram. It, huh? It's back to Instagram. Yeah, it's back to just another platform that's impossible to go viral on because it's so oversaturated with all of the OGs that already fucking popped off. And it is still possible, but I yeah. feel like the chances are, have slimmed down. Like, Dude, it is impossible to go viral on Instagram. Impossible. Yeah, 
YouTube, reels, not impossible. Reels are the most success I've ever seen on Instagram. And shout out to Lost Pool Boy. I said, Cadence, you were in my Instagram video I posted today. Did you see? Mm-hmm. I didn't get to see it yet. I've had massive tooth pain, lots of babysitting. Went out with the wife. Fucking, I was her slave for the day. I can't wait to check it out, though. I appreciate you even tagging me in that. And whatever you posted, I'm sure is wholesome as fucking is going to give me goosebumps. Lost Pool Boy is another dope-ass streamer. If you guys are musicians or producers or artists uh, and you're listening on the stream or you're on my stream or you're listening to the podcast uh, lost pool boy at uh, Twitch and Instagram, both he, he does review shows and he'll listen to your music and uh, chill and vibe out. And it's a dope ass stream, dope vibe. So there's my lost pool boy. Go ahead. Lost pool boy. Go ahead and follow me on the Instagram. I'll hit you with a follow back. I got you. I'll post your link in the, in my chat podcast. Everybody go ahead and follow Colin demands as well on Instagram. Uh, this, this podcast has been dope. We're still vibing out, talking, chatting, and, and uh, I appreciate you having me on even considering it, bro. Yeah, definitely, bro. Um, it's definitely been like a chokehold getting, getting my me to fucking finally like <laughs> do this. I mean, I got yeah. you, I got you in a totally different location. Yeah. You just did. coming through to, coming through to fucking pull up and 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 actually vibe out so thank you i appreciate you bro i know it's been i wanted you to i wanted you to come on bro like i i uh it doesn't matter about the location you know um i'm gonna have multiple different locations before i figure out my location it's the locations wherever the zoom is you know wherever the the guest is i uh i'm lucky enough to have met you and i'm lucky enough to have met a couple people so like this is fine background. I don't think anyone's getting mad because there's a stripe right here. You know, no, the stripe um, is strangely satisfying. It really is. It really is. That's the. I think it's because I had a four-piece nugget from McDonald's today. It, it was. It was. It was the only thing I was like looking at the entire. Like it was <laughs> that, and then that up there. <laughs> well, um, for for the listeners on the podcast, my my stream, the the other thirteen viewers that are listening right now, some of your viewers, shout out to uh, people coming through from Colin's page as well. They've got an overlay with Naruto, uh, Dragon Ball Z, and Pokemon characters um, with little avatars that they can control and battle with in the live stream. It's pretty interesting. So we did just hit uh, fourteen thousand followers on Instagram. So hey, shout out fourteen hundred. Let's go! Shout out you guys. Uh, means a lot to me. Uh, I was just at eleven hundred like a month ago. So shout out fourteen hundred. Shout out to you, bro! Congrats, man. It's a slow ass fucking grind on Instagram. Yeah, it is. It really is. I, you know, whatever it takes, bro. Whatever it takes. LeBron shirt. Hey, and uh, by the way, after after this podcast, that uh, whenever you do wrap up, um, I'm going to be doing uh, some music reviews. If you want to stay and chill and hang out, you're more than welcome to. Just uh, wanted to. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I'm actually going to wrap up right now, but I'm okay. definitely down to hang out because I'm just going to be editing videos. Did you stay the entire two hours or did you skip through? If you did, I don't really care as long as you give a like, share, and a download. I actually scratch that. I do care. Go back and listen to the entire thing. Check the clips out on YouTube. Follow me. Tell Bang why they need to sponsor the Colin Man's Answer Show. Love me just as much as I love you guys. Thank you guys for doing everything to make me better. All right? I love you guys. Peace.